This is your boy, Heel Will Mahoney, and you're now turning up the heat right here on the Big Gold Belt Podcast. What's up, folks? And uh, thank you to our official Patreons here at Big Gold Belt Media and Podcast. It's been a while and way overdue, but we're back with our Flaming Hot Topic series where we uh, essentially um, exploit the biggest topic in professional wrestling that makes us break schedule, (laughs) stop what we're doing because we got to talk about it. Uh, whether it's the most controversial thing happening or whether it's the biggest news that cannot wait to our weekly show, we get uncanny and we break it all down and tackle that hot topic. I'm here alongside of the giant crab, Jamal. And today we're going to be talking about the news that came out as of May 28th at about 3 a.m. in the morning coming from the wrestling wrestling observer uh, newsletter, uh, the home of Dave Meltzer. And from the Wrestling Observer newsletter, long story short, there has been uh, some speculation that WWE President Nick Khan is been, has been in talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling and WWE becoming the New Japan Pro Wrestling exclusive American partner now this is this i mean to me this seems like something regularly that we would talk on our thursday podcast 8 p.m on all of our social media catch us live but the reason why we're going to stop and talk about it right now is because there's a lot to be said with this there's people that's all for it and there may be somebody on the show today that may not be for it. but either way we're going to break it down as to what does this mean? Is it good? Is it bad? And what does it mean for the world of professional wrestling? And uh, Jamal, as I said, is alongside of me today with this. And we're going to instantly uh, turn it over to him, who is live in Jacksonville right now. He's getting ready to yep. attend AW Weekend of Double or Nothing. And if you know he's traveling, he's willing to talk about it right now, then you know it must be a big deal. So, Jamal, I'll give it to you first. What's your thoughts about this news when you first saw it? Your instant first reaction to it? Well, let me just preface this with I actually haven't seen the news. Uh, I'm, I'm in my hotel room right now in Jacksonville. I just came from doing stuff and about to head out the door in about an hour to Daly's place for uh, the Dynamite show, which is live at 10 p.m. tonight. Uh, and the event starts at 8. So Lord only knows what that's going to be. But this reason why I decided to run back to a quiet location instead of the streets of Jacksonville and get this done is because... WWE is in talks with New Japan. Now, granted, that's not news. They've been in talks before. They yeah. used to work together well in the 90s, um, and that doesn't that doesn't happen anymore. 
Now, a lot of people are going to talk about the fantasy booking of it, the instant matches, the never-before scenes, the maybe the one first time ever, the may not happen again because somebody's on their way out, uh, the factions, the building. And, and, and hear me out. I think there's something bigger than this. Now, what if exclusive to the WWE Network or Peacock in the U.S., and let's just keep it to, keep it to the U.S., what if exclusive to Peacock, Wrestle Kingdom airs live on Peacock? What if Wrestle Kingdom airs tape delayed on NBC? Because I mean. New Japan and WWE as the middleman with NBC and, and Comcast mm. Universal mm-hmm. um, could be the gateway to New Japan in America. Yeah, can, can, can you... I, w- I want you to kind of break that down into lamest terms here. Are you essentially saying that New Japan, who we talked about extensively throughout the years, is that they've had one goal, and their goal is to gain territory in the United States, to grow a base, to grow a fan base, to grow a camp. And that's been a challenge for them. But are you saying right now that the deal is WWE almost playing the middleman by saying, hey, we need your help. Don't worry. We got you. We'll work out whatever is going to be on that end. But we are the gateway for your distribution and exposure in here because we we're we're already in bed with with uh, uh, NBC Universal. But that's not something that you could possibly ever phantom in happening unless you know you work alongside of us or you or, or even if we treat you as <laughs> almost of an extension of evolve <laughs> in that caliber right. you know right. but is that what you're saying you're saying wwe is sitting here at the table with their hands out in both directions and saying we can make this happen for you okay well let, let's just let's just backtrack a little bit and get one thing straight now this is the rumor as mm-hmm. I understand it, and the rumor is that WWE and New Japan have been in talks, and it has been re- relevant to Daniel Bryan working dates for New Japan in mm. some capacity, um, and and it, it, that may be the litmus test for a, ch- a talent exchange of some kind. Also, also, I, make sure you what? use the word exclusive. That's the big word for me here. Exclusive. Yeah, and and then uh, then uh, you know on the other end, New Japan uh, would have exclusive uh, distribution rights via WWE in North America in, in the U.S. Okay, um, that's what my understanding is. Um, I don't have my computer with me. Everything is eight hundred miles away at home. Yeah, um, as I am in Jacksonville. If you need, if you need any, yeah, tip well, yeah. Well, actually, if you have the article, let's just read that. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm gonna skim over it because it's a little bit lengthy. But before well, you actually, before we actually go to what Meltzer was quoted, I mean, we should premise that right now New Japan uh, has had a relationship with ROH at a point, who was their American partner. Uh, yeah. They've also have had talent appear on uh, uh, AEW, and as of yeah. last night, uh, Kojima debuted on Impact Wrestling. So we see well, well, not just talent, not just talent in AEW, but one of their champions is in AEW. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 the same could have been said last week for Impact, where uh, Finjuice was their uh, Impact uh, tag champion. So you know, much to as we said, the New Japan narrative is evident. They want to get exposure 
in U.S. territories and they're they're having partnerships with people. But Melsa right. said, uh, and I quote, and what could end up being amongst the biggest wrestling stories of the year or non-story, depending on the end result, Nick Khan has been in talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling about WWE being an exclusive American partner with their promotion. Right now, New Japan has been working with AEW uh, and they list a bunch of talent and Impact Wrestling and had an, a relationship with CMLL and ROH, but things have slowed down with those companies since COVID. I was just about to add since COVID, but they said it. Obviously, there are millions of questions regarding such a deal if it was to happen, and if there are no indication where talks are at pass, they date back to late March, early April. But it would include WWE sending talent and WWE top stars being allowed to work in New Japan if talks go anywhere. With calm former uh, isolationist attitude of wwe versus everyone is changing with the idea that wwe is a part of wrestling landscape and not a separate a separate from pro wrestling landscape obviously it's also a it, it, excuse me also obviously it also to keep new japan which pre-pandemic was a the third strongest company in the world questionable always from japan i uh, mean excuse me Away from, I need to move my mic out of my face. Away from working with other companies, which could strengthen the opposition, and also to be a percent of younger talent that grew up watching New Japan either via tape or YouTube, which there is a much bigger part of their career goals than prior generations. AEW talent, which has been willing to allow talent to work outside of its wall and impact allowing their talent to work with other promotions. Now, Really quick, I just want to say the for, the forbidden door is what's being talked about in those last few sentences. And when you start saying the word exclusive, they're saying, hey, we're slamming the door closed. You work with us. We have a better game and we have exactly what you want as the middleman. We are the plug. If you want our connect, we're the distro. You're going to have to only work and sell through us. <laughs> Much sounds like Nino like Brown. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. I, I, I see this working, and I, and I know you have a lot of thoughts about it, but I'm go- just going to quickly speak from the New Japan side. This works for you. Everything that you want, this works. It strengthens your establishment. It gets you the goals that you want. I don't see how you lose right now because you have been suffering majorly from uh, the pandemic. And working with WWE could grant work visas for your talent. It could obviously grow uh, exposure and it obviously can put, you know, more dollars back in your promotion from the missed dollars that you've had by having major talent uh, come over there as well as American talent and viewers taking a look over and seeing what you all are doing more so than they have done in the last few years. So New Japan, this is a win. Um, I don't think that anything they've been doing recently has caused any type of negative repercussions or whatnot from their partnerships, but this is the major deal here. This is the this is the NFL with EA Sports Madden exclusive deal here. This is the move to make for New Japan. Except, and this is my counter to that, it's not. And the reason why it wouldn't be is because yes, you get everything that you could want but it's not without cost. 
and the cost is maybe creative freedom. Um, you know, New Japan puts uh, puts on a very different product. Uh, they put on a very different product from WWE stylistically. Um, to be honest with you, New Japan shows look more like boxing matches or indie shows in big arenas compared to a WWE show with its overproduction at times. So the Japan Japanese uh, production style and the American production style are radically different. Would New Japan look like New Japan if it's presented by WWE? That's another thing. So the question is, does New Japan get rich to sell its soul? And also, more importantly, what's the end goal for New Japan? Is it to expand the territory to bring wrestling, Japanese style wrestling to the rest of the world? Or is it to be or is it to make money? Because if their if their goal is to become the biggest, um, you know, uh, wrestling company in the world, then they've just conceded that point by working with the devil instead of cutting its head off. Well, well, well. I mean, we can argue like if that's been their goal, then they failed. They've been trying over years. They try, and this is not like a a, a first time. That's the thing. I don't think that they failed. I don't just don't think that they've succeeded yet. And the the problem with New Japan I don't see it is, yet. I just don't see it yet. No, but that's my point, though. The problem with New Japan for me, as a casual fan, if you give me wrestling that I like, I will watch it. But you have to give it to me. Yeah. I'm not waking up at 3 in the morning to watch a show. Uh, I'm not going to tr- bother trying to follow storylines. And Wrestle Kingdom is two days long. I'm over it. With that said, well, what should the Japanese do? Should they put on a show at 10 a.m. For, for American audiences? I um. I, I, you know, I don't think I don't think these are real questions right now. I think, oh, I, I, think, think for, I think for New Japan, if they're trying to break into the American market, and they have been for the, the past five, ten years, these are the questions that they need to answer. And unfortunately, they don't have the answer yet. I, so what I, do they do? I think do they, they give up. They want to keep their identity, but they want want they want more people to to understand that they are there. They want people to understand that there is another identity of wrestling there. And I think. The only way, the only way by doing so, is by letting people know, like, hey, we're we're here, and right. and, and you think Vince McMahon is going to let that happen, though? No, but it's fine. They'll never be the top promotion, and arguably, they're go- they're going to have a huge challenge with even being the second one. So I think but, all they need but, to do is keep keep what they're doing in Japan, but they also need other casuals. Rest, other casual wrestling fans to realize like hey we still got stuff going on that bullet club thing that ran hot for them and obviously it fizzled after you know they lost the bucks and all that they just need to be able to capture that type of energy back there and i think by doing these things with what impossibilities that they can do with wwe it, it will be just as that i think it goes back into the early 90s and what they've been doing when We've seen major WWE talent going over there, and it become it, it, and it became a global event. I don't think they need to be thinking global domination because it's not on tap for them. They will never ever be able to be the number one promotion in America. Now, could WWE become the number one promotion in Japan? That is a huge question that could possibly happen one day. But at least it's a question. New Japan in America, never. Never, never, never. So when you when you think of it that way, it's like, hey man, we just gotta just you know catch on, stay with our niche, and just stick with that. But hey, we want other people to see that we have a niche. How do we do that? Let's do something with AEW. That's been working. Let's do something with Impact Wrestling. That's been working. We need a bigger game here. We we like, and again, it's kind of crazy, but this this does kind of like coincides with <laughs> Nino Brown. But like once you done claim one neighborhood, 
you start thinking about becoming the biggest distro on a, in, in whatever region that you are. And you think about expansion. And this is where they have to go. They, they have to get to a point where they say, we just need to be able to get enough exposure that opens up future opportunities for us. I mean, I, I don't know enough about their business in Japan, but what if they're able to monopolize enough in America that it ups their stock in Japan? And then they say, hey, we're doing so good in America and America want us to do this, this and that. Um, what can you guys, what can you guys do to keep us grounded here? You know, I, I, I don't know, but like, I just don't see, I, I see all positives for them. And I, and I, and I, and I keep wanting to play devil's advocate about them selling their soul to the devil. Uh, with working with WWE, but I don't think this is a situation where it, it harms them. I think this is again, the EA sports deal with the NFL where at one point it was fair game. 2K had a game and blah, 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 blah. blah. So you bring up that point, and I want to interject with, how did that work out for Matt? Good. It's a shit game. <laughs> yeah, it is a it, it is a terrible. But that's, game. but that's that's but that's my point though. So if you're if you're New Japan and you've crafted this identity since the seventies, and you are what you are, and you definitely want to expand your territory as businesses do. Cool. I'm not saying that New Japan shouldn't pursue inroads in America. Obviously, they, they mean they clearly should. That's what business is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, I don't think that working with the 800-pound gorilla known as WWE is the way to do it. And the reason why is because they haven't touched anything outside of their own uh, purview and made it better. What has WWE actually enhanced or, or enriched? Because they butchered the UK indie scene. And left that a barren wasteland and a Mad Max under kind of underworld. Uh, uh, NXT UK is barely it's barely relevant. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's be fair now. Those are still you know they're they're major wrestling markets, but the pandemic doesn't give us a a a a, a very fair sample of what this relationship has meant for them. I think it's safe to say from this point now for a year we can go back and say. Well, how did this heighten the UK scene? And then we can we, we may be able to have more of a valid point. But the pandemic has absolutely um, been a destructive factor into this. Because, I mean, we, we said this before. We said, hey, you, you put a SummerSlam in the UK, we out there. And when you do that, all that marketing territory that they're involved with, they all go. Everybody's going to eat, and they're going to be successful. And it, and it's and beyond that too. You have to think about some of the UK talent who would never have had ever a chance in the American uh, market if it wasn't for WWE. I mean, now to be fair, you're saying this in a world where AEW doesn't exist yet. Okay, that's also yeah, absolutely a fair point. So I mean, so it's, it's so it's is, not this is, this it's, is a push. It's, yeah, so it's not it's not a hundred percent that like. All of these uh, guys that are getting a huge bump for being in the WWE network and and yeah. stuff. But my point still is, is that I'm not saying that the UK indie scene would be as um, prevalent as it would be without WWE, because uh, if there were a UK equivalent to GCW, that would that would be the move. Uh, speaking out movement did just as much damage as the WWE uh, like bastardization did. So mm-hmm. that is another thing that we also didn't you know mention. As well as sure. COVID, um, yeah, you know we can have it. 
So there are 20, a lot more factors. Tw- yeah, 2020 has been a very destructive factor for data. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 2020 was is is the lost year. But as yeah. far as New Japan goes, there are some correlations and some parallels there, which you can go. What we don't, what we want to do, is get exposure. What we don't want to do is become progress. Now, granted, yes, there are more factors, contributing factors to their downturn mm-hmm. um, than just WWE, but yeah. And it, still, and, they're not in the better position than they were when they signed the contract. Well, well, progress, happened, that's what it is. Well, progress has Peacock distribution, and they get um, and and they still run the operations that, that they did. They didn't lose the company like Gabe did with Evolve. Progress still runs, and it, again, it's just hard to say where they could possibly be because how do they run in America when? travel and covid has been an issue but but yeah to your point yeah new japan cannot push all their chips in on this one bet right they have to draw very defined lines in what they want to do here and i think for fans looking on the outside and leaving the business out of it you have to say new japan if you are a two or three biggest wrestling promotion in the world where can i watch you where are you at matter of fact forget television we're, we're living in the streaming service uh uh what's the word we're, we're living in the the, 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 the streaming service era mm-hmm. where can we see you all at our convenience yeah and that's the biggest thing they have and i mean when you think about peacock and you think about uh nbc universal and the possibilities of where they can land them I mean, it's way better than their deal on Access TV. <laughs> oh God! Hold on, hold but, on. I want to. I want to add one more thing too. There was also talks that they were trying to return for that this year. And uh, yeah, right. This is this is probably the that didn't go so good for us. But I mean, that's our only option. And then somebody pro- must have said, "Well, is that your only option?" You know, and. What could it mean? And I think it, there's a there's a there's a couple of other little things to think about too. Talent re- relations, being able to have Shinsuke, uh, uh, Kyrie Sane, uh, you know, even Daniel Bryan or even John Cena to be ambassadors to making the transition work. I don't know if you want Cena out there, uh, you know, being an ambassador for anything right now. He need to he need to calm his ass down. <laughs> yeah. But you get my point, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the idea that hey, you know we and, and and you know we we been fans of some of the Japan time before they got here, and we they've all talked about how hard the transition was. But if you have a friend that can give you shelter or uh, rooming and, and and teach you the ways and 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 the landscape of things, it makes it even good when you got like a a, a soccer loan where you say, hey, we need Okada to run a three month program. No problem. We'll send him over. I mean, he he is as close as a global star as they got. But it's a cool. Um, can we, you know, Seth Rollins, is he available? We'll, we'll, yeah, sure. He's still right now. Take him over for two months. Bring AJ back. <laughs> and how good that went for them. So, I mean, for fans, I think that for, for, for WWE's sake, WWE gets to use talent. Um, they, I mean, they're going to have the upper hand here. I mean, yeah, matter of fact, let me throw it to you. What does WWE want here? Uh, they want world domination. Uh, they want to, they want to exist in the world without any wrestling competition on that level. Yeah. If Vince McMahon can have his way, he would eliminate anyone that's a threat to, um, his business. 
And that's yeah. just not uh, in, in wrestling. That is in all of entertainment. Um, he, he wants it all because that's what business is. That's what capitalism is. As far as the realism as, uh, goes with New Japan, um, he wants that market. And if he can't beat them, because he can't, um, he may have to join them. Yeah, because, uh, in, because NXT, uh, you know, Yokohama, uh, uh, NXT TakeOver, you know, at Corican Hall, um, <laughs> NXT Osaka uh, may, you know, be happening. Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of a thing. So, I mean, actually, that's actually a similar question that I have for you. Uh, let, let's say it's a one-year deal, and, mm -hmm. and, the, and the, the offer is one year. What is the deal that would have to happen that bridges the gap between WWE and New Japan? And, I, and I'll go first. I think uh, for a deal, if I'm New Japan, I want distribution. Mm -hmm. I want um, uh, the ability to work uh, live shows. And mm. I want a co-branded show or a co-sponsored show with WWE. Okay. I don't necessarily want a talent exchange. If I'm WWE, I want the same thing uh, with um, not necessarily a, a distribution deal because they are on TV in Japan already. Um, but I want um, a co-branded show in, in Japan uh, a couple times a year. And I would want a um, uh, dibs on certain events. Yeah. You know, for Japan. So if we know that like the spring, the golden week was a thing that I never really heard of, um, <laughs> but it, it happened uh, about a month ago, which is apparently a big wrestling. Uh, it's, a, well, it's a big holiday in Japan and it's a week, five days, five or six days. And all the wrestling companies in Japan put on shows for like five days straight. It's kind yeah. of a, it's like it's a big deal. Yeah, I, that okay. would be something that WWE would want to get into. Uh, not necessarily a talent exchange. Yeah. Um, because you can cut those individual deals later, but I do think that where what they kind of both oh because they're kind of both saying the same thing that WWE wants and New Japan both want inroads in the opposite space. Yeah. But what they need to do is not nickel and dime people on talent, and also Daniel Bryan's not in WWE anymore, so this that particular bit of it is a non-issue. Yeah, I mean, unless the dirt sheets just didn't get a hold of it. I mean, I don't think you're anywhere, but we'll we'll talk more about that Thursday, and we'll also we'll talk more about all of this Thursday. But I will say this to your question: What does WWE want? The word exclusive is number one. Hey, you have got to stop working with anybody in America. I don't want to mm. see none of your talent on any of their shows. That's number one. Number two, um, yes, I know that you all have a stronghold on uh venues out there open the doors we're ready to run but in true wwe fashion i want this show to be called the wwe superstar showdown in kerrigan hall you will pay us to run there we will put your talent over <laughs> and you will we will brand this as the biggest wrestlemania show ever this is exactly the equivalent to the saudi arabia thing it will be a um a um uh what do you, what do you call it an ad hoc deal we'll work mm -hmm. it out where you want to you want to run a show in a few months cool and guess what when you do that we run vignettes on peacock and all at nbc universal about the biggest show ever in the history of new japan pro wrestling so that's what we give you on that 
But all we want you to do is we'll run shows there. We'll put your talent over all your talent. We'll even let you book the show. It, it's your show, <laughs> but it's WWE. You pay us to do it and we want to do it in your venue. And obviously uh, we, we went there. So that's what WWE wants there. New Japan wants everything that we've been saying. Distribution, exposure, um, yeah, access to uh, their streaming services and w- television, however it may be. Hell, run a few commercials for us if you can. And, um, and, and, and product placement, whatever it could be. And yeah, other than that, you know, talent i wouldn't yeah i I don't want to keep using the word talent exchange because you're absolutely right but we'll just for simpler terms we'll say talent exchange we want to see people who are new japan pro pro wrestlers on wwe and vice versa so Mm -hmm. um i think we all win here yeah sure nope we'll we'll stop all those deals with us and well the reason why i'm I'm trying to avoid a talent exchange is because everybody's gonna you know that's gonna be like a hard the hardest thing in that who would WWE care to send over at any time of the year? Because there's always something happening. You know, you're telling me that, like, and Japan is literally on the other side of the world. Yeah. So whoever's going to go, they're not just going to go and come back for the weekend. They're yeah. going to have to miss um, some month. shows. Three-month program. Exactly. And, so they're going to have to miss a, at least a month yeah, of, and I mean, of, of tapings. Yeah, and not, let, let's not forget, WWE has a big four slash five pay-per-view you always want your biggest talent on those pay-per-views so right. where, where so, can you afford to do so and so that's so that's oh, why i'm oh, trying oh, to like and by, and by the way japan and and travel uh restrictions right now let's just take travel restrictions out the window um because obviously that's going to go away eventually like we will be COVID, we will get back to normal yeah. and and travel will get back to normal for business and for pleasure um, so maybe maybe it's 2023 when that happens, where it's the COVID's a distant memory, but for for better or for worse, we're assuming the travel's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do think that if Japan, you know, New Japan is like, all right, cool, we want Seth Rollins. How about our truth? No, okay. Well, if we're not going to get Seth Rollins, we'll get we'll take AJ Styles. Okay. How about Baron Corbin? No, and you know, and that's that's kind of the thing. And I can definitely see you know WWE undercutting people. Because Seth Rollins versus Okada is a match that people would probably want to see. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, 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 I don't, I don't, I want to elaborate on that too much. But you're, no, you're no, sit- my, my point is, is that if Rollins goes to Japan, he's going to miss a month of TV. Yeah, is there a good time for him to do that in WWE when he's one of the standard bearers for Raw? Yeah, but 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 no, it's it's, it's to the same point as you know, it's the Impact deal. It's just like. I mean the impact in AEW deals like hey you got you gotta get the new brothers every every week and uh you get Kenny and you all don't work anybody. No no impact stars are on AEW and you get Kenny Omega on impact, but essentially it's a it's a push for AEW and the Kenny Omega storyline. It, it, it's like by and, and this is you know obviously an easier thing to work, but just for talent relations and um and it's changed we just could see how problematic that could be because right. impact can't lose anybody because they don't have anybody and that's always going to be a statue of like we really need these people right. but we really want these people you know what i mean and yeah that's that that's that's going to be the hardest part of this forget all the dream match talk that's going to come about here how do they really make it work you know and i think it is going to come down yeah. to just being able to run um 
you know, with Ma- Ma- Mansoor being your uh, your world ambassador, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be something of that sort where it's like, hey, we're going to have to put on the show where we get one time only Braun Strowman versus Okada as the biggest right. match ever. We're like, it's yeah, a big right, deal. Right. But like, yeah, that's a big deal. But do but do do we care? I mean, Braun Strowman in Japan is a huge deal. That's a big dude that they. Matter of fact, no, 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 no. Really? We need somebody like a big E, somebody who date. You know that type of representation is not seen on a regular out there. Big E versus Okada is a big deal. That's a huge person with a bunch of accolades attached to him. I mean, I was thinking somebody more man. along along the lines of like Edge or Randy Orton or yeah, just somebody sure. with legacy and. And what, but that's see now we're going down that rabbit hole that I don't want to do because you, I agree with you that Big E versus Okada on paper is a match that I would want to see, but the problem is is that you know there's no way in the hell that New Japan should give up Okada for a month and send his ass to St. Louis to work some uh, WWE events because again we're assuming the WWE is back on the road traveling and, and doing stuff, um, yeah. so so the, the time the prep the whatever. The logistics because of language barriers and stuff like that. I, that's why I'm not interested in the talent exchange. Yeah. Also, it, more importantly, neither of those two sides need to exchange talent. Yeah. Um. You know, yeah, both of them want distribution. Talent it is, is an, an issue. issue. Yeah. It's right. It's, they it's, they it's, both it's want distribution. Business. It's business here, and this right. is why. This is why you know the fans can get hype about it for all you want, but this is business, and there's a lot of constructive business that they can both gain from this. Uh, but it, it's just time will tell. And yeah, sure, we will see, you know, people from both promotions probably tangle it up at some point or entity or whatnot. But that's that's the easy part. <laughs> that's yeah, the I mean, yeah, that, that, yeah, that could be cute. But but realistically, right now, New Japan needs to be on Peacock. Yeah, realistically, right now, um, WWE needs to have uh, an, an impression um, in Japan. Yeah. And you know, for them, for and that's the thing. Like WWE has enough talent where they can afford to send someone over. Obviously, not a big, huge name, but they have enough where they can get by. That Charlotte's missing for a month. Yeah. Also, also, that, that something else we we should just quickly say before we wrap up is that WWE also has enough influence to go to NBC Universal and say this is our deal, and we think this will work, and they will be considered. Because they did yeah. not just pay them a bunch of money for them to ha- to have no type of mind at all. <laughs> And not to mention, Vince can always, you know, hit up his homie Dwayne The Rock Johnson and say, hey, we got this crazy idea that we're trying to do and we want you to be a part of this. We we need you to be a face in this. And anything The Rock wants to push is is is, is absolutely possible. And I mean, that's, I mean and that's the so, thing. OK, so now we're now we're seriously reaching. So, no, so you're telling me No, I'm saying like, what, what, what if what if? The Rock, who is in contact with the CFL to merge the XFL and the Canadian Football League, yep, yeah, puts on, uh, starts his own sports network like the Zone or whoever, yep, and this then he gets that. This is he not likes, a reach. he licensed some other uh, some other bullshit that would have been on ESPN eight, the Ocho, and he gets New Japan. It's not a reach. He just, has, I mean, he has that much influence right now that if you have him attached to something. You have him at a, at a, as a seat to the table and somehow makes him money or makes him a face or or a percent owner, he's all for it. And NBC is going to say yes. Every you single know who we're can. not talking about? Who doesn't have an imprint in sports and, and really could? Uh, Discovery. 
Yeah, and they just made they they're making I can't remember, but they're making some type of change right now, and I I can't even think of what it is. But yeah, they, I mean, no, they're adding on um, they're adding networks to their uh, streaming service. Yeah, I mean, I got Discovery Plus, and it's amazing, by the way. But um, and there's and there's no sports on there, so I'm saying like yeah. if that's if you know. They're growing their brand because they're merging with another thing, and I forgot what yeah, it is. That's that's what I'm um, trying to think. But 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 to the point, so that everybody you know keep can stay on on track with us here is that New Japan doesn't have one representative to ever be able to go to NBC Universal for anything. And when you say M- NBC Universal, you're talking about one of the biggest media companies in America. No way New Japan's going to Disney. <laughs> and then who who else is who, who's the other uh third one here? Um ABC is with Disney. So it's Disney, NBA, oh, and Warner Media. And right. and and AEW does not have that same of that same level of connection with Warner Media like WWE has with NBC. So right. when you when you say, "Hey, how do we how do we get to the market? Like what do we do?" This is your way. You have to hit up your homie, and your homie has to go tell that girl that you like that you want to talk to him. And that's how it's going to happen because you can't yeah. you can't approach her yourself. It's just not happening. So, well, uh, yeah. So, so to, to reiterate, personally, uh, the, so the rumor originally was that uh, Daniel Bryan was involved in, in talks of working New Japan shows, but uh, at that point is kind of moot since he's not in WWE anymore. So now the big deal is how does a WWE New Japan connection work? And personally, I think it should work with New Japan getting a distribution deal in the U.S. and WWE uh, gets uh, an inroad into the Japanese market uh, via their talent. Yep, I think and, that's the exchange. Yep. And if WWE had any concern that this forbidden wall was getting out of hand and they didn't know how they could compete. Well, this essentially stops all momentum that they had. And right. it doesn't mean that, you know, AEW and Impact can't go back to the drawing board and figure out what's next because WWE, I mean, Impact definitely made it very clear that they are ready to talk to Mexico now. But right. their biggest threat and what New Japan innocently was trying to do <laughs> was could it could be monumental on the back end. So they say, right. hey, let's stop the let's stop the threat. Let's work so this with is them. so this is the question that I want you to think about, ponder about for Thursday. Yeah. Let's assume that let, let's assume that it, you re, it's the future. It's 2024, and that New Japan and WWE have secured a five-year deal mm-hmm. for whatever they're going to do. But it's an exclusive deal between those two, mm-hmm. and all of the other ties between all of the other companies that they deal with are cut, and it's WWE and New Japan. Mm-hmm. What is Impact's next move? What is AEW's next move, and mm. how would that merger affect them? Mm. Save that for Thursday. Yes, yeah, that's a good question. Well, yeah, folks. Again, we appreciate everybody who has uh, became an official Patreon. Uh, you are hearing this episode first, as this is our Flaming Hot Topic series, where we focus on one topic that we can't wait to Thursday to cover, which means it's impromptu, it's raw, and it's the truth. And uh, this week we talk. We, we are talk. We were talking about <laughs> New Japan and the potential deal with WWE, the exclusive deal with WWE, and what the ramifications of this means. This is Nigeria alongside Jamal. We're back nope. each and every Thursday. Uh, tune in. We will have more to say about this for sure, and whatever news that may come out with this. But thank, as always, folks, thank you so much for supporting us, helping us keep the lights on, and we will hear and see from you all this coming week. <laughs>